Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. All right, time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. And uh, Keith, thanks for coming in. Hey, happy Monday. Okay, we got, we're having a couple we're of little, little technical uh, issues. We're having this. a couple I, of little technical troubles here. In here. We'll, the... we'll figure it out here. Um, let's start with the fight over policing. Yeah, in the I heard city your last segment. Uh, what a mess. This is really a mess. And now you got Cash Heed weighing in on it now, who's now a Richmond uh, city councilor. Yeah. I mean, Criticizing Brenda Locke, the mayor of Surrey, she's furious at him. Yeah, these text messages now between the two, neither of them look particularly good in this. Uh, yeah, Cash has been a media commentator since he stopped being Solicitor General. Uh, has some credibility on police issues, obviously, former police chief himself. Uh, so he's a credible voice. But he is also a Richmond councillor, and you got to be a little careful. <laughs> Once you wear that new hat that he didn't have up until a, week, a couple weeks ago, it uh, puts you in a different situation. But Brenda Locke also has to be careful careful what you text because it's going to come out. But this is a mess either way. And I have to, again, just as McCallum, I questioned McCallum's logic before when he claimed he had this massive mandate to do this. Yeah. He had no mandate. But the Surrey residents have no one but themselves to blame, just like every other municipality. Very few people voted in not only the last municipal election in Surrey, but the one before that. So Doug McCallum didn't have a huge mandate. Brenda Locke doesn't have a, a huge mandate. She had something like 27% of the vote. Uh, but, you know, she won the election. Well, this is a key day on this on this fight, but because Surrey City Council tonight will take a look and vote on, a, on, an, initial, on an initial plan that they want to present to the provincial government to do this do-over, this back-to-the-future thing. Let's let's keep the RCMP. It better be, Forget this whole plan to go to a new police force. And it better be very detailed. I've talked to Mike Farnworth, the public safety minister, who wants no part of this. Every time I no. talk to him, I get the sense he'd rather talk about anything other than this. Uh, but he points out Brenda Locke has, because the transition has already begun, the train has left the station, to bring it back requires a very detailed plan, not just a two-page news release, but some real nuts and bolts figures in this thing. So we'll see what happens tonight. Okay, well, let's have a listen to Brenda Locke, the new Surrey mayor. And here she is making the case that, you know, you're, you were arguing that maybe she doesn't have much of a mandate here to do this, but she says, look, this is not her plan. This is the public's plan. This is what they want. They want the RCMP in Surrey, and here's what she had to say. This is not a Brenda Locke decision, and this is an election decision. This is what was the outcome, a very clear outcome of the 2022 election. This is something that the public have asked for. Okay, what do you think of that? Well, I'd argue that... um this was not a massive mandate from the people of, of Surrey. This is a very low voter turnout, and then she gets less than 30% of a very small number. I mean, it's a very small number of people voted for her position. Um, but again, you could argue that a very small number voted for Doug McCallum's position, and that's just the life of the way our system works. You can win an election with a very low percentage, but it doesn't mean you have a huge mandate to carry out colossal change. So. But again, we're halfway through. We're not. I'm not sure. We're halfway through. We're we're, we're part way through this transition. Whether she can bring it back remains to be seen. The other thing is now that the Surrey Police uh, Service has a union. Yeah. I'm not sure how the labor law plays into this. 
I've been meaning to phone a labor lawyer to find out exactly how that factors into this situation. Yeah, that could get complicated for sure. What about the, the referendum idea? I mean, Cashy just said this to me, like, why don't we settle this once and for all with a referendum for the people of Syria? Maybe they should have done that from the very start. Well, you could also argue the last two elections were, were referendums on this issue. Well, that's what Brenda Locke says. And, but no, and no so one, did McCallum, though. And Yeah, and very few people voted. Yeah. Uh, and she got a, And both her and McCallum got a very small percentage of the people who did vote. They didn't get more than 50%. This is uh, so you could you could argue to Brandon Locke. Well, um, you only your position only got twenty seven percent of the vote. So why should that position go ahead? Okay, but it's a mess. It's a total mess. Not sure what Farnworth and the NDP government are going to do. They want to stay a million miles away from this thing. Anyone who steps into this is going to take ownership of something that's very negative. The key is going to be this report from Surrey, the city of Surrey, on this plan to go back to the RCMP, and we're going to get the initial report on that tonight. There'll be a more detailed report to come later. Brenda, Brenda Locke has said, but we're, we will get a report tonight. So we'll see what happens when that comes out. Let's talk about the BC Liberal Party here now, Keith, and members of the party have started voting mm-hmm. on a new name change. BC United, BC United is the option. How do you, let's, let's listen to Kevin Falcon, first of all, here, the BC Liberal leader. He's on board with this. He thinks the party should change the name. Here's what he had to say about it. It's more about whether whether it sometimes creates genuine confusion that some in the public just genuinely think federal politics immediately. So if they see you know a BC Liberal name and they think, oh yeah, I, I don't vote Liberal, I vote Conservative, or whatever the case may be, then they mistakenly often vote for another party when they meant to actually vote for you know a private sector driven economy party like ours. Your thoughts? Well, you know the, the Liberals are running a risk here. Uh, the BC Liberal brand and name got them elected a number of times. And almost, well, they won 01, 05, 09, uh, 2013, almost won 2017, and they almost won in 96. They just lost because of a vote split in both cases. So it's a name that serves them well. I think the risk the Liberals are, and I think this is going to pass. If Kevin Falcon wants the name changed and the executive wants the name changed, then I think the party faithful will follow that. I think the risk, I think this is a sign of a couple things. I think they're genuinely afraid of the BC Conservative Party, not for replacing them. But the BC Conservative vote, if you assume they're disaffected Liberal voters, cost the Liberals two ridings in Langley, two ridings in Chilliwack, a riding in Abbotsford, and probably a riding in Richmond. If they can't win those ridings back, they're not going to win the next election. So if the, I think they're trying to ward off that Conservative Party brand, which only gets 5% of the vote, but that's enough to tr- – 5 or 6 or 8% of the vote. That's enough to, to flip those ridings into the NDP. But the risk they run is in their – zeal to swallow up those conservative voters. They run yeah. the risk of losing liberal voters to the NDP. You think Falcon, I think what's in the Falcon's mind is that he sees the, the tarnish off the rose here, so to speak, with Justin Trudeau. He's, his approval numbers are down. The, the federal liberals are trailing the conservatives federally in, in opinion polls right now. Well, the BC liberals were winning elections when the federal liberals were losing elections. Hmm. I mean, Stephen, they were winning elections when Stephen Harper was winning elections. Right. So, um, yeah, Trudeau's um, down in the polls. He's still ahead of Polia personally, but they're, you know, neck and neck. There's no question the Liberal brand has is, is suffered federally. Right. But the risk I think the, the Liberals run is losing those soft, middle-of-the-road Liberal voters who may not like what they see if this is a, a push to the, to the right. Okay, speaking of Polyev, coming up later on the show, we're going to talk about the cryptocurrency crisis that's going on right now. Crypto markets are in turmoil. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have crashed in value. You've got this company called 
FTX, which is now declared bankruptcy. This is the company that Tom Brady was stumping for in TV commercials. It's now gone bankrupt. Uh, reports that more than a billion dollars may be missing of customers' Tom. money. Yeah, or stick to football, yeah. Pierre Polyev. Now, remember what Pierre Polyev said about mm-hmm. crypto. He wanted to make Canada the cryptocurrency capital of the world, and he described He's it as kind of a... that way anymore. Yeah, I wonder if he'll ever mention it again. Polyev, in an earlier appearance with me here on the show, I asked him about his comments on cryptocurrency, the fact that the value of Bitcoin and other currencies have gone down, and here's what he had to say to me. Have a listen to this. What, what would you say to any of your supporters who had invested in Bitcoin based on your enthusiasm for it, who have now lost a lot of money? Well, I, I don't think that's a fair characterization. I think that people have to make their own investment decisions. And I believe that, uh, you know, in uh, whenever you invest, you have to uh, be careful that you, you only invest what you can afford and in assets that you're comfortable with. So in a free market, that means individuals make their own decisions and take responsibility for them. For them. Okay. So <laughs> you're not going to hear him talk about this much anymore. I mean, there's issues that Pierre Poliev just would like to concentrate on, others he would not. He wants to stick now, I think, to economic issues, mainstream issues. One of the lessons out of the U.S. midterms, which was a fascinating election result, yeah is hard right and fringe issues really don't appeal to voters. They're looking for bread and butter economic solutions to their life, uh, not these things that are come out of the out of left field. I think they're still in left field. I don't think you're going to hear Paulie have talked about this much. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, we're back. Your phone lines are open. Let's go right to your phone calls here. Uh, Barb in Cloverdale. Hi, Barb. Go ahead. Hi, good morning. Hi, Barb. Um, I'm a... a Surrey voter. Um, I didn't vote for either McCallum or Brenda Locke. Um, I'm happy that McCallum's out. I just think he was a really poor leader. Um, But how much money are we going to throw at this policing issue? I think, like, he unnecessarily spent money on on a transition, and now are we going to have to spend more of our, our tax dollars to perhaps either um, transition back to where, yeah, we, where sure. the RCMP or go forward. It, it doesn't matter to me. We need more boots on the ground, but just stop with this back and forth business. I think she actually has to go through the go through for somebody to, to put some brakes on it at a higher level. Like thank you. Thank you for the call. Co- no, you can't. Thank you, Barb. Well, there's no question there'll be money involved, no matter which route. Well, they, they say, you know, they say there's 160 million bucks has already been spent on the transition. And who knows how much it would cost to untransition. Well, she's going to make the argument that it's cheaper to cut your losses now and stick with the mm-hmm. RCMP and you'll save money in the long run. That's what they're going to argue. Yeah. If, ultimately, if she has the votes on council, you know, they're going to get their way. Um, and again, th- those who oppose that, well, look at the voter turnout. No one came out to vote. Rel- but, relatively 
Small numbers. But as for the listener's call saying that someone higher up has to make the call, well, someone higher up will make the call. This is in Farnworth's lap now. Well, he right? may make the call. And ultimately, David, is it David Eby ultimately weigh in on this as the new premier? Well, he's sworn gonna, in? he gets sworn in on Friday. Yeah. I think this issue will come up at his first news conference. Yeah. I think he'll take the position this is for Surrey to work, uh, work out. Um, tra- transitioning to a new police force or untransitioning to the RCMP you could argue both will result in a police force being in Surrey. Yeah. And that's what Mike Farnworth wants and needs. And he says statutorily, that's his requirement. You need a police force in Surrey. Maybe there's a hybrid model. Who knows? But um, I'm not convinced either side has the, all the arguments on their side. Rob in Chilliwack. Hi, Rob. Go ahead. Uh, you, you mentioned the name there, um, Mike Farnsworth. I guess the question I would ask is how could it even, with the policing in Surrey, how could it even have gotten this far? Because the numbers, I mean, wasn't it Doug McCallum that was saying it's going to cost 10% more? Like, how could those numbers even be approved? And I believe it is Farnsworth that looks at all this, is it not? So it, it's mind-boggling to me. And the people of Surrey should also realize, when you're, if it's a city police force that's running the show there, you will be on the hook long-term because I believe they will be responsible for uh, way more uh, in percentage-wise of the pensions when these folks retire. I okay, thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so the province is reluctant to get involved in a municipal matter, and that's been, you know, I've seen no evidence that the provincial government's get involved in this thing. This has been a Doug McCallum show and now a Brenda Locke show from day one. The province hasn't stepped in here. Uh, just make sure that you have a continuing police force in Surrey. That's the provincial obligation. But who knows, going down the road, maybe this is going to require farmers to be more hands-on. Well, I think the default position for the provincial government is they, they would like to side with the municipal government when they, when they can. But mm-hmm. Farnworth, as, as you've stated frequently, has a higher duty of, make, of public safety and making sure there are adequate police services in this huge city in our province. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do everything that the current mayor tells you to do. He has to make a bigger call. Yeah, right? and, and don't forget, uh, the relationship between Doug McCallum and the NDP government was perfectly fine. In fact, I've talked to cabinet ministers who said, I have no problem with Doug McCallum. He gives us credit for where credit's due on, on other issues, such as building the sky, extending the sky train, for example, right. transit issues. McCallum's always there praising Victoria, which is uh, shows that he knows... How, how to do the job on that political front. We'll see what the relationship between Bernie Locke and this government is going to be like, because right now it's just at the beginning. Bernie and Langley. Hi, Bernie. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, I'm calling about the uh, BC Liberal name change, and I think it's because um, Kevin Falk and, uh, was part of all the past scandals and everything with the, uh, with the previous Liberal Party, and he wants to change the name so... A lot of people don't uh, associate that with him anymore. Yeah, good point. Thank you. Well, yeah, the Liberals over the years, just inevitably, if you're in government a long time, you're going to start piling up the baggage. And there's a lot of baggage on the Liberal side of the plate. On the other hand, they won. They won elections even with that baggage. But clearly the B.C. Liberal brand took a hit in the 2017 and 2020 election. Uh, There's no question. Uh, So, I mean, on that side, there is some validity about changing the name. On the other hand, as I say... In their quest to sew up that conservative vote, they could lose some uh, soft liberals who don't yeah. like the right word push of the party. Yeah. Roy and Delta. Hi, Roy. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, if you uh, change your name, you've got to be ashamed of something. So 
there's no reason to change your name other than that. So what are they so ashamed of? You should be proud of what you did. They got heritage of like a long time in Canada, liberals. I voted for him many times. Well, is it is it shame or is it just pure political strategy? I mean, if you mm-hmm. feel like you've got a better chance to win with a new name, they're going to do it. Well, it's a calculated gamble. I'm obviously, I think the liberals have done likely some polling and some yeah. uh, focus group research to show that this is a, a name that appeals to people. But every time you change your name, I do think look look at the the world of hurt the Alberta Conservatives are going through with their name change all the time. United Conservatives, Wild Rose, and such. The Saskatchewan Party, though, there's an example of a, a successful name change from away from the Conservatives. 